Hello, hello, it's Johnny Moe and you are live with the set list. Tune in with the Don B. Check one, check two, what's cracking good people? This is a Don Bean, this is the set list. Uh, so happy and excited uh, for this episode. Um, I'm grateful that I have uh, just a super talented MC in the building, and uh, that MC is none other than the amazing, the sophisticated, mm-hmm. the dope. Yanni Mo, what's up, girl? What up? <laughs> I need you to introduce me everywhere. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Careful, I'm blessed just, to be here. Yeah, for man. Sure. Just put me on the rider. I will be right <laughs> there. No, um, this has uh, been in the making for a minute for me. Like, like I said, I've, I've, uh, I'm just really excited that I'm able to lock this down. Um, and you know, you know how it is. I think, I think we probably first officially crossed paths. I probably was that ATL Collective show, I guess, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, have but you I've, ever performed at Java Monkey? I have, Okay, yeah. I feel like I've seen you at Java okay. Monkey, but we first met with ATL. There it is, yeah. yeah. And I saw you, um, so just please give people a little bit of your history. I, um, I might have seen you with like, uh, um, oh man, I'm, the name's escaping me. Uh, Greedmont, um, Ilmont. Ilmont, Ilmont, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, please give the people a little bit of history of just Yanni Mo. Um, where are you originally from? You from here? I'm from Latonia, Georgia. Bet. Um, yeah, I'm from Latonia, Georgia. I've grown up there my whole life. Um, and, of course, in Atlanta area and mm-hmm. whatnot. I've been making music pretty much my whole life, making art my whole life. I also paint and draw. Fresh. Um, poetry. I was a spoken word artist for a minute. Nice. You know, so I always try to incorporate that in my music. Absolutely. Um, went to Georgia Southern University. Uh, graduated in journalism with a journalism degree. But shoot, I've been making music, you know, since while I was in college, while I was in, you know, middle school, high school, all that. And it just... Yeah. It's just been my life, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so, like you said, uh, so you said you kind of were in the spoken word scene for a little bit, like. Mm-hmm. And I found myself like, you know, as an MC, and then kind of found myself move into the spoken word setting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, what was your history with that? It, was it? Did you start with? Were you doing music first? Were you MCing first, or or did that come later? Like, what 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 was the kind of pathway for you? Man, I feel like they were both intertwined. Mm. Like, um, shoot, I was writing poetry. I was writing raps. Same mm-hmm. time period growing up as a kid. Yeah. But when I went to school, when I went to Southern, um, I really just delved right into uh, spoken word poetry. Gotcha. So I started a collective actually at Georgia Southern, which mm. is still running, which is really dope, called Random Acts of Poetry. Oh, fresh. Yeah. So we get together um, weekly, you know what I'm saying? Meet up, share lyrics, write together. <laughs> oh, um, sweet. Yeah. And it, beca- it became really, really big, really popular, really fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more people that, you know, uh, joined the more lyricists we got, the more rappers we got. And I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, I haven't been on the mic in a minute. You know, I haven't like spit in a minute. And I just felt like I just fell head first back yeah. into rapping and released my first tape in 2012. Okay. Um, because Ilmite had come out with a tape. I was okay. like, they can do it. <laughs> I could definitely do this shit. <laughs> so like, so what was your history with Ilmite? Like, had you just, was that your experience was just like, like kind of hearing that first project from them and just being like well yeah knowing or like actually going out on my own and making my own project yeah yeah like i'd always i was making songs here and there but Mm -hmm. i wasn't thinking about making like a cohesive piece of work word 
And um, they were friends that I met through Tumblr, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, I met them through Tumblr. And it turned out we lived like 15 minutes away from each other. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, that was really dope. (laughs) So their collective really inspired me to do my own thing and be, uh, you know, really step into Yanni mode right. as a performer, as a um, recording artist. That's super dope. Yeah. Super dope. Well, no, like it's, it's really dope to hear that. Like just how, like all of those social like media, like I feel like, you know, for us and, and like our broad generation, mm-hmm. like we've just, it's uh social media just really kind of just uh, shorten the distance between oh, us yeah. with a lot of people. Like there's people you know, whether it be, you know, Twitter or Tumblr or MySpace, even mm-hmm. back in the day, it's just like you just encounter so many uh, amazing artists. And you know that you're Definitely. like not alone. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Like that's what's that so was, reoccur- like yeah. reaffirming, I think. Mm-hmm. So super dope. And like and like you said, you've moved on to uh, produce projects for yourself. So in 2017, you put out The Moment. Yes. And, um, and then in 28th, this year, you did Nine Lives. So right. like. The moment, like that was that was the first full length anything of, of yours that I heard. Is okay, okay. Word. So, um, and I was just like, I, I I was like, man, like I. And the thing is, I had seen you before, I had mm-hmm. heard you before, but like sometimes it doesn't always translate mm-hmm. to the like the recorded project. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sometimes, and sometimes the recorded projects don't tra- like an artist can't hold down the stage, and so. I had seen you, you know, do the do the live stage work, which is super important. But I was just like, oh, let me, you know, this is the homie. Let me just check out her project. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I mess with this Wait. heavy, like heavy. <laughs> I think I like, I don't know if I tweeted it or IG'd it or something, uh-huh. but I was just like, yo, people check this out. And so what was it like, you know, getting to, forgive the pun, get, getting to the moment or <laughs> releasing the moment? Like, you know, what was this like? Ah, oh, snap. So back in 2013, I connected with a, um, a producer by the name of Pro Row. She's out of Decatur. Bet. Um, we met through my former manager. Okay. And so when we first heard each other's sounds, when I heard her beat, she heard my music, we were like, we got to make something. <laughs> like, this is this is it. Like, yeah. we got it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And so we just started, like, honing in on what our sound was and just experimenting with a lot of different things and uh, just creating yeah. a whole lot of stuff. And so in 2015, we dropped an EP mm. called Space and Simplicity, okay, which was very different from anything I'd ever done. It was, um, I was really experimenting with my voice mm-hmm. and her with her sounds. It okay. was really uh, Afrofuturism yeah. inspired, mm-hmm. um, you know, R&B inspired, mm-hmm. shoot, soul um, yeah. And it was it was like well I think five maybe five tracks okay so that was the beginning of me kind of reemerging and what year was this oh 2015 okay yeah, yeah that's when we dropped that mm-hmm. so 2017 was I mean the moment was when we dropped 2017 that was pretty much just us you know continuing that momentum mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we just wanted to come out with an actual album you know yeah. an experience yeah yeah. Because uh, we're both really into, like I said, experimentation and having like really cool interludes. I love interludes. I, you I know, the moment that. was interlude heavy, <laughs> very <laughs> interlude heavy. But I wanted it. To, I want you to. I wanted you to be there with yeah. us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So whether I'm in the car with my girls, or you know, I'm staged doing a, a collaborative poem. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really love that it felt like one piece. Yeah. So. And, I, and, and it even starts with tired as hell like that. Mm-hmm. It, it exactly. Was just very, you know, exactly. It essentially starts with an interlude in that sense. But like, um, and then, you know, and I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit here, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll dig in in just a second here. Uh, so then tell me about Nine Lives. 
Okay. That's this year, correct? Right. Nine lives. We were just having fun. Yeah. You know, we weren't trying to think too hard about anything, mm-hmm. really. We were like, let's keep it simple. We got all this music out. Let's just put something out for the fans, for yeah. us. Because, you know, as an artist, you get really, like, just anxious. I you know, feel, we're both I like. I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked right now, y'all. <laughs> I stay wanting to just drop some shit and instead of, like, thinking it through, which right. is cool, too. I like that balance of being, I'm very spon- uh, spontaneous when it comes to that, but mm-hmm. I also need to calm down and yeah. kind of work on the other parts <laughs> behind the music. Understood. Uh, but yeah, Nine Lives was just, it was just a lot of fun. It took us maybe three, four weeks okay. to put that yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as the moment, moment took maybe like a year. It's so, so. wild. <laughs> and it's just funny because it's kind of like Nine Lives was literally like a moment. Like right, we literally just like, whatever we got, we just about to bang out some shit for the next three weeks and yeah, like see much. what's cracking. And the moment took longer. But yeah, I'm gonna um I'm gonna hop right into this first song off of Nine Lives, which is called Pride Rocks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play a little bit of that and okay. then I'm gonna have you talk about it. Cool. Once it's clear, you niggas couldn't get rid of me Sipping Hennessy and Tennessee with my cousins, they kinna me That's just my energy Type of love I'm unlocking, I said that's just my energy Type of kernels I'm popping, yo shawty really into me How she be heavily jocking, I'm kidding That's just some rapper shit, we don't really be talking I went vegetarian and niggas still wouldn't be You couldn't stand it in my kitchen, how you run from this heat I'm really something to see, you really something to pass on Shut up and take a seat, cause now you getting your Man, that right there was Pride Rocks off of the most recent project from our guest of the day evening, Yanni Mo. Uh, Nine Lives. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Pride Rocks. So, you know, I'm not an idiot. I heard a lion roar at the beginning of that joint. Uh, so I, I, I kind of pick up on some symbolism around like a lion, a pride, okay. lion, pride of lions. But then, like, are there other meanings with that? Like, am I am I tripping? Like, what's going on? All right. So, lioness with nine lives. I have I have a lot of like different aliases, monikers. You know, what I'm saying okay. young Mo better, MC Daddy Thrax, yes. the lioness with nine lives, Talk Mo Shitta. Yes. So, young Mo better. Like, I have a lot of Mo better hues. I can go on. I can really go on. I love it. I love it. You so, are one like Wu Tang crew. All exactly, of all of I am a group. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, the Lioness of Nine Lives was actually, it came from a song, one of the first songs I came out with in like 2011 okay. called Homegrown. My Bet. first video ever Bet. It's called Homegrown. Bet. And uh, I called myself the Lioness of Nine Lives and it just stuck. Yeah. I was like, it wasn't even, it didn't really mean anything when I wrote it. But it I was sounds like, fly as hell yeah. though. Like- I was like, this is fly as fuck. Yes, I am the lioness of nine lives, and I started growing my. I had just started growing my locks there too, you go. There so you my go. mane was looking yeah, crazy. Yeah, even though yeah. lionesses don't have manes, but I ain't care. Hey, 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 whatever. We ain't about to do the research. <laughs> <laughs> we believe you, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, so that's where that concept came from, and it's funny how it just transferred. However many years later, to having a project called Nine Lives centered mm. around that one bar. Right, right, right. Um, so that's where that stems from, and then Pride Rocks. 
It's funny because I actually named the song Pride Rock after um, Lion King. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I named it after that, but then my manager uh, read it wrong or entered it into the system wrong. Wow. So he put Pride Rock. Wow. <laughs> so wow. It's actually supposed to be called Pride Rock. Look at that. Exclusive. Right. right. <laughs> so every time I see it, it's just like, wow. <laughs> like Blender. <you> just... <laughs> <laughs> you definitely didn't pay attention. <laughs> Whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, that's a little uh, behind the story. There it is. The I'll take that. I'll so. take that. No, it's super fresh. What I love about it is, of course, it's it it sounds um, like I don't know. It's just there's no pretenses. It's just like we're just gonna get this yeah get this started. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, we're exactly. gonna get right to it. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. It's produced by uh, my homie from Controllerize, Maurice Daniel. Okay. So Shout out to Maurice. He sent me that, and immediately I was just like, "You're ready." I, yeah, you I love it. when I can do that. When I can get a beat, and yeah. I'm just in the studio, like, "Yes, this is." That's what's up. Thirty minutes later, I had a song. Talk to me about that. Like, what is your writing process? Are you someone who uh, likes to be kind of in the studio with others? Like, like or by yourself in the studio writing or are you someone who kind of goes off to the to the to the mountains and Ooh, like one day, goes to be alone and, I would love know. to okay. go to the mountains <laughs> like some, some bony bear shit yeah 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 <laughs> but um let's see my my process varies really like sometimes like I'll hear a beat and mm-hmm. I like to start with the melody first just right. whatever makes me feel mm-hmm. and I take that down just so I can get the initial feeling mm-hmm. so I feel like that's the most important I feel you. I feel like when I first started rapping, it was like all about the words. All of, like I don't even care about the beat right now. I feel which, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you can hear it because I'm not even on beat. Some of my <laughs> earliest words. <laughs> I just cared about getting you these uh, these words. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's more about the feeling. As I grew up and matured through music, mm-hmm. I realized it's more about the feeling and the melody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I, sometimes I can do people in the studio. I'm mm-hmm. not one of the type to have like hella people around, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for the scene or the sure, look. I just sure. mm, one or two and we yeah. did. No, and it's it's you know it's funny. I like that you mentioned the fact that um, the melody is something that's a part of it because that's mm-hmm. that's probably one of the the things that shined the most to me when I first heard the moment was mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's like. Um, obviously we're MC, so mm-hmm. mnemonically, like we're gonna have the rhyming, and I knew you could rhyme, and so I was like, oh, that's there. And then of course, meaning, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody who rhymes isn't always saying anything, so there's right. meaning there, and content was there. But then there was just this element of um, there was this this musicality to mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's melody there. Um, you uh, sing as well, and 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 play around vocally on things like that, and so that that's like that whole. I don't know. It just it made the music like more three dimensional for mm, me. I think in that. that way, and so um, so yeah, that's something I definitely picked up on. Um, you know what what we you know, and I feel like like I said, I've seen you around now, been around for you know two or three years now, mm-hmm. things like that, but. I've gotten to know you a little bit more even thus far. And I'm curious, the thing about the set list that we like to do here is talk to these artists and let the artists uh, give us a little bit more of themselves by talking about what has influenced them. So uh, one of those things is we like to talk about it in the context of an album, one of which is letting people tell us what is maybe your um, favorite maybe opening to an album, you know, kind of like a first song on an album where you were just like, yo, this is nuts. Like, I don't know what I'm, you know, this mm-hmm. is crazy. Like, uh, what sticks out to your mind is just an opener that that kind of blew you away. I feel like every time I sit down and listen to Who is Jill Scott, Volume 1, wow. the Jill Tro. Man. 
that intro is so amazing. I feel like I'm just like buckling up, you know, like I'm ready. I'm ready. I love how she incorporated it's so like jazzy and poetic and hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. DJS. Like I love it. Yeah. Like the scatting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The scratches. Like, yeah, yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah, so Jill's talk- show is really dope. Y'all ready yes. And get with this. You know, settle into this feeling. Because you know it's a lot of love here. Love. 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 Give a love, y'all. Give a love, Jill. Scott. What's up, everybody? I'm glad to see you all here tonight. I like to get this love. I need it. I love to write poetry. I love to sing. I love to write poetry. I love to read my poetry. But basically, what I live for is um, inspiration. Comes from listening to hip hop. Inspiration. Comes from R and B. Inspiration. Comes from listening to jazz. Inspiration. Comes from Give a love, y'all. Give a love, Jill. Scott. Give a love, y'all. Give a love, Jill. Scott. Nice to be here, so let me do my thing. So good, so Man, classic. That's so dope. Uh, I love it when people uh, mention, um, not even like Jill Scott has come up before, uh, but no one's talked about like just um, she's come up as like a guest, like feature on someone else's song or something like that. So I love that you brought her up as an mm-hmm. influence in this sense because I feel like I remember when I first heard this project, I remember I was thinking like, man, like she she wholly has embraced that like clearly fire vocalist fire mm-hmm. singer um but like you could tell she was a writer yeah and like obviously she was a poet as well too mm-hmm. and like it was just so uh readily apparent you know mm-hmm. what i mean when i heard this project and i was like i was super like yes jill scott come through yeah. i love how raw she is yeah she's very strong in her in her vulnerability mm-hmm. you know very much so I just, yeah, I love, I love Mr. Jill Scott. <laughs> I would love to see her live. I feel some type of way that I haven't. Yet. Yeah, I feel some type of way that you haven't either. Oh my Johnny god, Mo. I've <laughs> heard so many great things about her live sets. I feel some type of way about that too. Um, and you know, and it's funny because that's the other thing that we like to talk about. Uh, you know, when you when you think about. When you think about uh, a set, you know, when you're putting together a set, obviously yeah. you're thinking about your intro, you're thinking about your opener, what's mm-hmm. the thing that's going to grab people from the outset. And so, you know, we talk about that as well. But the other thing that we talk through a lot with um, with uh, kind of um, uh, a, uh, someone who's doing a live show is we a lot of times people what we like to call the crowd pleaser. Right. And so mm-hmm. this is the thing in which uh, you we like to know from artists themselves what's that uh, best live show experience, Mm -hmm. you know, that they've had, you know, so often as artists, we find ourselves on stage. We like to talk about the times when maybe you weren't on stage, Mm -hmm. but you were in the audience. And so you've just mentioned that, unfortunately, you haven't gotten to see Joe Scott yet. Hopefully that changes very soon. But can you think about uh, just, you know, an experience where you were in the crowd and you were like, wow, like this was incredible. Um, Yes. I would have the first thing that came to mind. I've had a lot of those experiences, but mm-hmm. the first thing that came to mind was seeing Esperanza Spalding Ooh. at um, Terminal West Ooh. a few years back. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I forget the name of the album, but I went by myself, mm-hmm. and it was like a, it was so theatrical. She put like an entire play together. 
Wow. And I had never seen that wow. with a musical artist before. Wow. And I'm really big in the theater. I grew up on theater. Mm. I'm going mm. to plays, not being in it, but going to them with my mom. Yeah. So seeing that on stage, it was like, even at one point she even came into the crowd, wow. you know, and performed amongst us. Yeah. It was breathtaking. Like the whole experience was really dope. That's I, so crazy. I'm going to play yeah. a little bit off of a uh, most recent project, Emily D. Evolution, um, Earth to Heaven. Okay. Thought and strength and breath ain't much else left. Gotta have your feel before you know It's over See the natural laws And if the heavenly God should call Is it heaven at all? On the other side, they should to go. Withdrawing from the need to achieve. Be careful what you believe in strong. For you carry it on. There are no perfect amends here. You get to just keep on getting there, getting there. There's no so test me Esperanza Spalding, Earth to Heaven, man. And so uh, you said you were at uh, Terminal West, which mm-hmm. is a really dope venue here mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Um, and just kind of, you said you kind of have some background in theater a little bit. That's been... Well, yeah, going to theater. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I've always, I always wanted to be in plays growing up, but I was a really shy child. Uh, really? I had to break out of that. Okay. You know, obviously. Gotcha. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. right, 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 right. But yeah, me and my mother used to go to a lot of plays um, gotcha. in my childhood. So yeah. That's what's we up. We just went to one actually a couple of days ago. Okay. It was called Dot by Kenny Leon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenny Leon. Absolutely. Yes. Hold, held down the Atlanta scene. Definitely. Uh, theatrics, uh, the, uh, theater as well as, you know, he's been to New York and everywhere, Broadway mm-hmm. doing everything. But, um, but no, that's super dope. And I'm, you know, the other thing I think about often with uh, kind of, you know, crowd pleasers as well as like the artist who... Um, I don't know when I think about like your your music. Mm-hmm. I think about the time that I first saw you live, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of those was uh, kind of um, seeing you do this song here, and uh, I'm gonna play this uh, over here. But we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. For about three months My mama asking me when I'm gonna twist my hair School call talking about some credits They just can't keep up I've been graduated Boy, I just did it in my head I've been wearing the same Sikonis For about three months My mama asking me when I'm gonna twist my hair School call talking about 
feel And understanding the importance of living honest and true to my pace And I'm tired of these old greedy niggas running the planet Like we ain't all floating on a tiny ball in outer space Plus I'm tired of you policing my body for twisted hobby I got hips, a little ass, sometimes I don't show And y'all boring me with basic ideas And true to Yanni, a multifaceted creature you won't ever get straight And everybody gotta die Tell myself to keep from stressing Maybe you'll go to heaven or you'll reincarnate Regardless, I recognize Every breath is a blessing So you can pass me the gin We can have a good day I've been wearing the same Zaconis for about three months My mama asking me when I'm gonna twist my hair School call talking about some credits They just can't keep up I've been graduated Boy, I just did it in my head I've been wearing the same Zaconis for about three months My mama asking me when I'm gonna twist my hair School call talking about some credits, they just can't keep up. I've been graduated, boy, I just did it in my head. Come as you are Fix your schedule Unless it's flexible As it's bars No second guessing These blessings I get my problems to God Nigga wanna judge me Bet he won't yes, take me Yes, that right there Was Yanni Mo Off of uh, The Moment Sockney um, Yeah, like do you remember doing this song? Do you remember like mm-hmm. record? Like yeah, record, yeah. I actually rarely do. It's funny you say Sakani. That's how it's pronou- pronounced. But mm-hmm. like black people, you just say like Sakoni. <laughs> Absolutely, like, I, I had be to like this pronounced Sakani. No, you know, it's, <laughs> so this is like a real moment of like podcast preparation, right? Like I say <laughs> Sakani all the time, uh-huh. and then or I say Sakoni all the time, and then like I was like, you know what? Let me be a professional, <laughs> and like I literally YouTube the dude. <laughs> Like some dude who like reviews running shoes uh-huh. and heard it like, okay, so it's supposed to be, there you go. It's supposed oh, to be yeah. signed. Okay. <laughs> let me be a professional here and not get clowned and say it how it's supposed to be said. But no, by all means, use your homegrown <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation. It's very welcome here. I do remember doing that. <laughs> I rarely do that song because we don't have the, uh, the files got messed up after the moment happened. A lot of excuses mm. happening right now, Yo, but the files got, uh, uh, Corrupted, you, or? yeah, okay. got corrupted after mm. the moment came out. Like my producer, her entire computer just crashed. Oh no! So she saved most files, but for some reason, Sakoni, like we cannot get that open wow. to make a performance wow. version. So it's really just like, and I hate doing like performing on a full track. Like just kind of like, what's the point? Say you that, know, I'll, you know, I put some ad libs in there, sure, but sure, no, sure, I can't. Sure. Or yeah, nah. nah, and it's it's so weird. Like I feel like there's a hard line civil war in hip hop. Yeah. For those of us who are like, yo, I am not about to get out here and rap to my vocal right, track, to my actual right. track. Like, and then there's others who are like, I see nothing wrong with this. Mm-hmm. This is, ex- you know, and I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess everyone has different vibes, but I mean, nah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you can put, you could play that at home. Like, yeah. if you just, it, you right, know, what, exactly. you know, like part of a live performance is like being able to do all the like uniqueness of in the moment mm-hmm. what's happening and so it's but really bizarre in that same breath though um i also understand when people do have their vocals on a track if they're performing in a venue where the speakers are horrible okay or the mic the okay. whole sound situation is uh, okay. messed up because i've had i've had that experience had before that where i've had to put my vocals on the track you weren't going to hear the song at all got like, you interesting you know so got if you. the venue is on some bullshit and yeah. the sound is you know not yeah. good then I can, you know, some of these venues are not the best sound wise, but if you like Terminal West or, you know, Aisle 5, ain't no need to have, (laughs) the 
there's no need no 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 sure. absolutely it's um it's just it's interesting how, yeah, that, it how that happens but i'm i'm low-key sad now like for like future young emo shows like I, I basically i don't know we're gonna have to work something out <laughs> somehow i don't know we're gonna have yeah. to work something out because i really hate that i can't or like i don't perform that when like that's the last video i just dropped mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so it's yeah. really it's yeah, a, yeah. absolutely bittersweet type thing absolutely and but thanks for coming to the moment experience party. hey you know you know that goes here. you know hand in hand with my whole like really loving theater and putting on like a, a show mm-hmm. because I really wanted people to experience something. Right. So like, you know, when I came up and me and my, you know, a homie were like about to get ready to go out, yeah. you know, like that, having the lovers on stage during blanket, yeah. mm-hmm. um, painting, doing a, the, absolutely. Yeah, so. It was a, it was a fully immersive experience. Yeah, in that I really, sense. Yeah. really love that. No, it's super fresh. And I think, um, you know, it also reminds me and I, and I want to talk about this too, while we're in this crowd pleaser, part of the set but um you know you talked about the visuals uh uh coney that is out there but uh there was also uh visuals for this right here no cap yes this song called no cap the visual Mm -hmm. i'm gonna play a little bit of that here and it's the first song i recorded 2018 yeah Okay, I'm snapping at random niggas be lacking and standards. No, they be capping on camera, but really no, they can't stand it. A pretty brown young thing. A lot of mommies around her, a pretty brown young thing. I'm charging dollars, not drama. So grab your partners and pardon me with that petty shit. I'm steady, lick, got heavy tits. Get my aura cleanse and drop that heaviness. Like, is you ready, sis? Word is, I'm taking over. It's all so potent. I give a nigga the spaghetti limbs. Fuck a new year or a new me. Said it's a new day in the same mode. Or maybe same strong and new flow. Like, who know? Regardless, I'm never heartless. The hardest artist to part with. I'm starting to come across a lot of niggas where they flawless. I match your neck with a saw, bitch. The problem and it's solving. Harder than all you niggas cracking heads open like all men. All men. I never gave a Yes. <laughs> Yanni Mo, no cap visual, directed by Courtney Copperich. Copperich, yeah. Copperich, there it is. Uh, so you you were saying right before we played this, this is uh this is the first song you recorded for or yeah, first song you recorded. Of the new year. Of yeah. the new year. That was the first one. That's First song up. I recorded and put out. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, 2018. <laughs> I'm about to crush all these niggas. <laughs> gonna get it. They gonna get these bars. They gonna get them all. Oh yeah, that was no. a lot of fun to record. <laughs> I was yeah. No, nah, I love it. I love it. Now and um and so is this just like a Lucy? This mm-hmm. didn't have a home for anything. No, it yeah. didn't. It's yeah. funny because like looking back, I was like, I should have probably put this on now live. Since <laughs> you know, I really sometimes it's a fire yeah, song. It's I just a... <laughs> I just release stuff and then forget about it and then later. I'm like, oh yeah, that's all they could have went on this project. <laughs> but hey, it's dope as is. Yeah, it is. It's like you know, and it's it's also like a little treat, like mm-hmm. for the for the for the for the YouTube for the visuals. Right. And so no, that's super super fresh. Um, let's see, moving the right along here, we talk about um, you know the other part of set sets lists that happen off there's live shows is that mm-hmm. um, artists go ahead and do. Um, you know, they might like bring a special guest up on stage. Mm-hmm. They might, mm-hmm. they might be like, you know, I need some help with this next tune. And uh, you know, I thought it was like kind of cool because one of the things for you, uh, you know, you definitely work with um, a lot of different. Uh, you work with various artists, but I feel like it's done in a very seamless way. Like mm-hmm. I feel like 
I feel like I'm getting both artists on the, or, mm-hmm. you know, when it's just another, or when I feel like everyone's giving um, equal amount of themselves in it. And so uh, I want to, you know, talk about a couple of your collaborative uh, works, one okay. of which is on uh, Nine Lives. I want to talk about this song, Show Ya. Oh, yes, Featuring yes, yes. Uh, Honey Simone, Tyler Victoria yes. as well. I'm going to play a little bit of that and then we'll talk about it. Sexy tone by the one and only Yanni Mo, uh, featuring uh, some very talented guests, uh, Honey Simone, Tyler Victoria. Talk to me about Show You. Oh man, that's a favorite. Yeah. Uh, it was, I just wanted to do some sexy, something really sexy and sensual, mm-hmm. and it not be like a guy and a girl talking, you know, so I mm-hmm. would just have like a, like a ladies' anthem. Right. On right. some, you know, some, you know, just. Make it sexy. Right, right, right. Uh, so me and Tyler, actually, we were just having a random jam session at, at her place. Mm-hmm. And she came up with the, the bass line. It's a good bass and, line. Right? It's <laughs> a good bass line. <laughs> and so we brought it over to Pro. And Pro did her thing with the drums and the cuts. Yeah. And uh, then I was like, okay, it's one more verse. But I don't want to be, I don't want to take all the verses since I'm on the hook. Mm. So I was like, Let me, who else can I get? I thought of Honey Simone, who, whose voice is like, butter like i love her voice so much both of them have amazing voices and honey was down and before you knew it we had a an amazing track nice yeah it was very seamless no it's it's such a it's such a beautiful tune and it and it stands out uh it just stands out in such a great way Mm -hmm. on the project Mm -hmm. itself um yeah and like potentially visuals for it maybe we'd love to yeah there's so many visuals in the works mm-hmm. at this point yeah so we love to though we've talked about it plenty of times yeah so yeah, yeah. i think it's a little time we nah, might, okay we, you know <laughs> crank you something it. out you got it no nah, i just think i think it 
I think it has a lot of legs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I just think it can go a lot of different places. Um, yeah, and another collab to go back to the uh, 2017 project, The Moment Is. Um, Want to talk about this this song Greatness featuring mm, uh, Deontay right. Hitchcock? Um, yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit of that and have you have you discuss. Okay. Think too much, I might drink too much, but the dream is only getting closer. I might give too much, but I'ma lift it up because we're young and only getting older. I don't sleep enough, I'm busy keeping up with my own expectations. I fall in love too much, but you can trust I won't let none fuck with my greatness. I think too much, I might drink too much, but the dream is only getting closer. I might give too much, but I'ma lift it up because we're young and only getting older. Don't sleep enough, I'm busy keeping up with my own expectations. I fall in love too much, but you can trust. I won't let hey, no hey, fuck with my hey. greatness. Got my yeah. feelings pouring out like the hit it bottle. Pretty Skylar on the left of me, said she went to Howard. Tired of your ex, man, I feel it, like talk about it. Wait, that's probably a bad pitch, no kitty powers. Fuck it, I'm drunk, that brown liquor make me feel like a blunt. Direct deposit on the first of the month. Try to spread my wings, blunt twisted by a dreadlock queen who like my rap for loving when I sing. She like, I know they sleeping on you, but tell me your dreams, though. Party five. I gave her two shots like a free throw Lately I've been scared to talk about them But you wouldn't know that from the outside Looking in like a peephole I feel your libido Miss Cleo, Cleopatra Don't worry about my old feel She no matter If she hear about you, oh, she gon' act up Cause once you get the pipe, you might D.O. backwards hat Change the subject, she just laughing and shit She ain't taking me serious I salute that, be right back Gotta check on the whip I ain't pay that $15 parking Pray them niggas don't boot my shit And she stopped me And looked the nigga deep in the eyes Like she could see the demons I was keeping inside I froze up up, couldn't speak if I tried and then she asked me Why you scared of what keeps you alive and I, I think too much, I might drink shit. too much oh, But oh, the dream is only getting closer I might give too much, but I'ma lift it up Because we're young and only getting older Yes, that right there was greatness off of the moment. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I chose that one, but there was, you know, many that I could have chose off mm-hmm. of off of that project from, you know, the outro. With mm, yes. Sheesh. Uh, you know, um, we both would have been here crying. I'm saying I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, everything. Um, zone 6.5. Fuck it up. Uh, bless this hell. Like there's mm-hmm. just. You have a you did a lot of uh, or were able to work with um, mm-hmm. varied artists and things like that. But what do you remember about recording that song, The Greatness? Uh, let's see, Deontay, me and Deontay actually went to Southern together. Okay, that's where we met. Uh, we were both rappers, mm-hmm. but we never collaborated back mm-hmm. at school. Uh, we did like a cipher, yeah, but it never actually made anything. And so when we were back in Atlanta, and me and Pro were working on the album, and I was like, I knew I wanted to get him on something. Mm-hmm. And he came to the studio. I love when I can create. You know, at that moment, yeah. You know, not even having like my own verse written. Just we're both in there creating, even right. the producer. Right. So Pro was making a beat. I was writing a rap. He was writing a rap. And uh, she was going through a couple beats, and I was like, the one with the cat. It was like <laughs> the one with the cat sound. <laughs> and uh, yeah. One. Linus, nine lives. It just happened, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before I even knew Before it, you what even was knew happening. Him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. We just it took that night. Okay, and yeah. we just cranked it's it out. One good session. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, just with your writing process, like, is it something where you are? Um, I don't know where you're. What. Uh, 
I guess maybe it happens different ways all the time, mm-hmm. but do you do you like to come up with the hook first or do you Yes. Okay. I am yeah. yeah. Yes. I love coming up with the hook first. Okay. And that kind of gives me like framework for the rest of the song. Right, right. You right, know, right. kinda like a blueprint mm-hmm. theme concept wise. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah. it kinda kinda creates some some boundaries mm-hmm. in terms of like, okay, this is where I'm gonna operate right. in once you do exactly. that. That makes sense. Kind of yeah. move out from the hooks. So Absolutely. Yeah. I know some some people do it the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess it just kinda depends. But um but I you know, I guess similarly, like, you know, you like I said, are kind of just at the outset of kind of working with artists and um I'm you know, can only imagine even even greater things ahead. But when you think to yourself uh about musical collaborations or people coming together that just impacted you in a great way what's what's a great or a, one of your favorite collaborative songs or works oh okay can i think i'm cheating with this one okay but can can outcast be considered a collaboration here's the thing no, okay. mm, no hold no. on <laughs> I gotta send you back for that I one, know. just because you know we we are we are staunch Outcast fans around here. I know, I know. And um, yeah, no, we, we're gonna we're gonna honor that group as okay. it is. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I knew like, I was I knew right, I was reaching with right. that one. <laughs> right. Okay, so second, I'd have to the first one that came to mind would mm. have to be uh, the Roots in and Erica Badu. Oh yeah, yeah. Which originally, hey Jill Scott was hey. you know written and performed by Jill Scott. But, Absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Through, you got me for sure. Absolutely. So That's we'll, a classic. Yeah, we'll play a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Roots um, featuring Erica Badu. Like you said, Joe Scott originally mm-hmm. on the writing for that. And um, it's so crazy to think like, well, it's not crazy, I guess, because you mm-hmm. can think about like the way labels think. But mm-hmm. they were they were yeah. they were not. They were like, who's this unknown right. girl? Nah, you need a star on that. Mm-hmm. They, um, I think by all accounts, it said Erica was like, y'all don't need me on this song. Like, whoever this mm-hmm. this Jill Scott is, she got it. And um, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they had, I didn't know that. They, they came to her with it. And she was like, no, nah, Jill, this oh, person wow. got it. And, uh, Interesting. But they were like, nah, like, the, the label was very adamant, mm-hmm. like, we don't know who this person is, so I think it's dope that um, they both performed it at uh, Dave Chappelle's Absolutely. black party. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. That was really dope. super dope. And um, and it was funny because you know in the little uh, the back tell you were talking about like Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's I've, some Eve's people voice, don't yeah. know like Eve that that's Eve on the second verse there, and um, and she wasn't in the video um, either. Um, but apparently, so at the time, 
uh, Eve was signed to Aftermath Records mm-hmm. uh, with Dre, and there there was some kind of miscommunication that happened, and Eve actually thought she was being cut out of the song or mm-hmm. something like that, and um, and I don't know why she ends up not being like fully credited, right. you know, listed as artist like. She hadn't come out as her, her solo artist yet because she would eventually leave Aftermath and then, of mm-hmm. course, sign with what was that, Rough Riders and everything and begin her career. But, um, but yeah, it's just it's so wild, like like how connected those scenes are. And I've, to be very honest, I feel that way a lot about um, you know Atlanta. I think mm-hmm. like we just have so many different artists here with various camps and like yeah. everyone. You know, you can't do anything here for any significant amount of time and not run into like constantly be running into people, I think. And so it, you know, it becomes that thing where you, like you said, you sit down and you work with someone and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and it's almost like, you know, you, you'd be surprised to think about how many connections artists have, like even the artists who have made it, you know, and you're mm-hmm. like, Oh man, this artist used to work for this other mm-hmm. artist, you know, right. be on the low work for this other artist, you know, like you see the old, Old pictures of Future from back in the day and, and two chains, <laughs> and two chains, titty boy, like yeah, yeah just, <laughs> it's wild, you know. So I think that that's uh, it's I think that has to do with just having a very robust scene that is out here. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, man, the Roots uh, featuring Erica Badu, that's a, that's a good one. Another one that hasn't come up yet. I love I love that you've chosen songs that have not shown up before uh, so that's very very good um yeah we are we are uh about to round third and head home with this but uh the other parts of um the set list that we talk about often is uh kind of like uh cover songs and things like that like because a lot of times during sets you have like you know someone they might do a song that directly speaks to their influences and they might cover a song and as MCs we don't see that happen as much mm-hmm. <laughs> really like the cover song has not become things but we we remix things all the time we do that mm-hmm. a lot um but I'm just curious just for someone like you who has who has their foot in so many different disciplines whether mm-hmm. that be theater or or you know whether that be uh, poetry and just being an avid fan of theater mm-hmm. um singing uh you know, soul, just art, painting, all of these mm-hmm. things. Like, what's maybe your most profound musical uh, influence? Just an artist that you look to and you're like, you know what? They have probably had the largest impact on me. Hmm. One person. <laughs> I hate <I'm>, these questions. <laughs> okay. One person. Okay. It's Out tough, of all the tough. people in the whole. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm basically like, uh, choose your favorite parent. Okay, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a terrible I love question. you, Dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. <laughs> right, 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 um, right. Okay. All right. All right. I will definitely say <laughs> the most constant, most influential um person and it's wild i'm about to say this but okay. left eye there it is <laughs> lisa left eye Lopez for sure. um, there it is yeah there it is and Definitely. i guess you know to let the audience in as to why uh yanni said uh it's wild because <laughs> truly the first time uh you and i got to really connect was uh for this show uh put on uh by the atl collective um, obviously here in Atlanta, and it was um, us, a group of musicians and artists getting together to pay um, homage to uh, the uh, second album, Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC. And um, man, they brought Yanni Moe in 
to uh to handle all of all that Lisa left out Lopez <laughs> had to give us. And um man, it was just she, man, you killed it. You yeah, killed it. I feel like I've been waiting for that moment look, <laughs> for look, a long but time. You, and I you had the know look it. on and everything. Like you <laughs> yeah. came out like I was like, yo, we got Lisa left yeah, out. I was ready for that one. Man. When I got the email, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, how did they know? <laughs> how did they know they hit me up? <laughs> they were definitely like on some like this is this is just a perfect, perfect, perfect one. But oh, um, definitely. Yeah, no. Um I'm probably just gonna go ahead and play Mike. You know, I don't know if you have a favorite, but I was just gonna play her most one of her most iconic moments, which you of course I think recreated a bit of that magic that night when we performed. But that was um, that was off a of waterfall. Oh yeah, and this is the first verse I ever learned. Really? Yeah, first wow. rap verse I ever learned. Fantastic. <laughs> Waterfalls, Tilson. saying this this was literally the first verse you memorized mm-hmm. this is the first song i remember learning mm-hmm. and the first rap verse i remember um memorizing yeah that's so crazy definitely it's dope how stuff like that like sticks with us though yeah like, like, right and and it's it's such a dope verse to mm-hmm. have it be your first though mm-hmm. like you can say that with pride you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. like, like it's, definitely you, you're not like yeah the first verse i ever heard was like superman that hole and it's like okay like <laughs> Whatever inspired you. <laughs> right, right. And yet another classic. But yeah, right. no, but you can be like, no, like waterfalls. And mm-hmm. No, she she's so killed. And I just I what what's so like tough too is like you really feel like like she was gonna transition into something mm-hmm. right. You know, something just so amazing in terms of like as a as a solo project a solo artist as well too. Mm-hmm. And so um no, it's super cool. And I and and you know, and I can see the influences. Like that makes sense to me. Right. You know what I mean? That's, so I I could see that. I don't hear that often. I usually hear of course like Air, you remind me of Erica and mm-hmm. Lauren and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Name another person who had dreads at one point. <laughs> like, right. I get it. 
But right. no, Lisa was definitely. Uh, I felt very attached to her as a child. Like mm-hmm. I remember the day she passed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I worked at Stonecrest Mall, and her mother would come often, and we'd have talks. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to visit her grave in Lithonia. She's a uh, she lived in Lithonia, like right. maybe ten minutes from me. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I just felt very attached to her when yeah. I was younger. I still do, but mm-hmm. definitely. You know, kind of, she was kind of like that foundation as far as influence and right. expression. Her and TLC. Absolutely. Sure. No, that yeah. makes all the sense in the world. And, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she's she's sorely missed. Um, and yeah, that's, that's just super cool. I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, at we're now at the point of a set, you know, where we kind of get to the end where you're closing, you know, closing your set and ending things. And, I, you know, I wanted to talk. Um, I wanted to talk actually about I, I was I, I was gonna play and talk to about uh the Casanova song okay. off the Nine Lives, which which I would like to discuss. Okay. But I I you know, I feel I feel like it's wrong if I don't have us talk about this outro just a little bit on okay. the, from the moment. Right. I'm gonna play a little bit of this. Uh this is the outro from the two thousand seventeen album The Moment. Baby girl, I hope the city smile on you. I hope they erect a steel bridge and unfurl 20 miles of highway for you. I hope the thunder booms and claps out a black rainbow for you. And I hope it rains a hot, sweet brown liquor on you. Baby girl, I hope your mama good to you. Baby girl, I hope them checks got your name on them. I want your skin a soft Georgia clay. Baby girl, I hope something blooms for you. I hope you jump high enough to be mourning. Baby girl, I hope them niggas is listening. I hope these niggas ain't asking for a lot when you ain't got a pot to piss in. I hope the hate is hot. I hope there's no more funerals. I hope the angels is looking down on you. And I hope the baby's looking up to you. I hope you slick oil on scalp and your kinks coil for you. Baby girl, I hope your baby texts you first. I hope her lips smooth out every knot in your back for you. Baby girl, I hope you're comfortable in the quiet. I hope your love fills all the cracks in the wall until the walls crack and they fall. Baby girl, I hope this isn't only a moment. Baby girl, I want this eternal. I want your past, present, and future to converge under this lavender sky. I want the soft grass pressing against your souls. I want the roots to remind you that soft things rise from the dirt too. Baby girl, I want soft things for you. Baby girl, I want you to know that you earned it. Baby girl, I want you to know that you deserve it. You problems come your way. You've been depressed, so much on your plate, but you do your best, patience running thin, so is all your ends, working overtime, them folks they tripping, you've had this dream for so long now baby, sometimes it seems like it's too hard to stay patient, why you can't love you how you wanna be loved, (laughs) and why they steady touching on you. Knowing that you can never be touched. Listen, black girl be drinking to the pain take flight. Black girl be hoping for salvation as hard as in drama to burn bright. Honey loose family like holy pockets full of loose change. Black girl let go lovers cause being hurt make black girl more afraid. But black girl brilliant, black girl resilient. Black girl be that girl that capture attention. Black girl be done with it, black girl gon' run with it. Black girl make love to a pen. Black girl got guts, black girl glowed up, black girl show out, when black girl show up, black girl be soft, black girl go off, black girl be chosen, this be black girl's moment. Man, Hmm. man. Every time. Man, that's such a powerful song. Thank you. Um... And I feel like it it does so much of it does so much of like the heavy lifting like on the project, you know, mm-hmm. like by the time you get to the end of that, and I just I just feel like 
exhaling. You know? mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I guess like I want to talk through the like the logistical things of like, okay, you know, obviously like uh, how'd you connect with Kai Davis and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I also want to know like just from an emotional perspective, like what was it like crafting this song, I guess? So. Oh, uh, well, I connected with Kai Davis a few years back on Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr is the goat. Like yeah. Tumblr. I had heard of her through one of her poems that had gone viral. And I was Probably actually yeah. showing her work in my poetry uh, collective mm-hmm. at Southern. Mm-hmm. And then one day she reached out to me and uh, told me that some video that I had come out with, I think it was called Know You, I think okay. it was Know You, uh, that it had made her want to start writing again. Wow. And I was just, you know, like, wow. you know, mutual yeah. admiration is sure. amazing. Sure. So we just kind of kept in contact um, over the years through various Instagram, Tumblr, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> when I was making the moment, um, I just, like I, I, like I said, I love incorporating poetry yeah. into my projects and my musical works. So I thought of Kai instantly. And I was like, yeah. yo, it'd be cool if you could, you know, um, if you could record something in Philly and send it down. And she was like, okay, cool. I, you know, I'd love to be a part of your project. And maybe a week later, she was like, what if I just flew down to Georgia? <laughs> what if you do do that, Kyle? Right. <laughs> what if I just come to Atlanta? What if and you I'm don't like, threaten me with a good time? Right. <laughs> Definitely fall Just And she came down to Atlanta. She'd never been before, but she came just to do the oh, outro. Wow. Yeah, and of course, hang out and meet. Sure. But yeah, yeah that meant so much. That's that so meant dope. a lot to me. So dope. Um. As far as how it came together, well, I had sent her my part mm-hmm. when she was in Philly. Mm-hmm. And I think just everything that was going on in my life, um, I mentioned drinking quite a bit mm-hmm. on that project because I was kind of excessive with it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and just, and also I had lost my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so those kind of went hand in yeah. hand, sadly enough. Yeah. Um, just, I was in a really depressive state mm-hmm. uh, prior to finishing the moment, while finishing the moment, to yeah. be honest, and after finishing the moment. <laughs> understand. I understand that. <laughs> but just kind of, like you said, it was like a breath, like just me exhaling. Yeah. And just being very vulnerable and like um, letting, it, letting it bear, mm-hmm. but also being like, you know what? I got this. Yeah. We got this. No. You know what I'm saying? And um I just wanted to kind of cry and then wipe my tears in the same on the same song. That's that's like the perfect description for it. Yeah. I feel like that I feel like that was achieved. I don't know how mm-hmm. it felt for you, but yeah, as a I think listener, so too. um you know, I've gotten the most love. We've gotten the most love from the outro, I think, than any other mm, part of the project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And I think, I think because even in the midst of it all, like you, you feel that level of, you know, uh, there's still like hope there. Mm-hmm, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like by the time you get to the end, like you still feel, like you feel like you've been, you know. Uh, transparent and raw mm-hmm. and honest mm-hmm. about things but like it's almost like you know i'm i'm not gonna sugarcoat this situation like right. this shit is fucked right. up but like we can you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we can we can do this like right. or i can exactly. do this you know um, exactly i'm curious and this just came to mind like do you ever have a um you know this is a broad question and i don't want to add more things to it i can mm-hmm. but i'll just leave it broad mm-hmm. for the second who do you write for? Mm. 
Um, I write for myself. I always have. Like when I first started making music and writing poetry, it was always because I wanted to make something or create something I'd never seen or heard before. Yeah. And so, but that as time went on and I started putting out my music for people to digest and to hear and listen to, um, it became more about making music for myself and also for other black women, Mm -hmm. um, for queer people, Mm -hmm. um, people... I mean, it's for everybody, you know. So, it's like, know but at mean. the same time, it's like the people that I relate to the most are, you know, yeah, people of color, black yeah. people, yeah. women, yeah, and and queer people, yeah, honestly, yeah. And so that's, yeah, yeah. And those are the all the people who have reached out to me mm-hmm. uh, for the outro specifically. I even had this one woman uh, DM me on. Instagram, I believe, and told me that she found the courage to come out to her mother after hearing the outro. And I was in tears (laughs) just hearing her story. And so that just kind of solidified who it is that I'm talking to. Absolutely. Who's hearing it, I guess. Right. No. And I think that's a very real thing where, like like you said, you, you know, it's got to be honest. So, Mm -hmm. so like you said, you got to write for yourself. Right. right? You know, like like if it would be very disingenuous to be like, oh, I'm just going to write this. For this other person or whatever, but I have no connection to this thing whatsoever. (laughs) But I hope you like it. Like, nah, like that ain't real. That ain't that's not authentic. So it definitely has to be that. Mm -hmm. But you know, so you write for yourself, and then there's like that dichotomy of like you want everyone to hear, you want Mm -hmm. everyone to experience, you want everyone to like enjoy it, you know. Definitely. But but at the same time, you're like, you know, but there is if there's a if there's a if there's a room full of people, like Mm -hmm. I've keyed in. Right, exactly. the black people exactly the black women or the women mm-hmm. and the, the the queer people mm-hmm. and like i'm i'm identifying in that way and like i really hope that this right. resonates with you because you know like you said there's kind of this affinity that's in your music but i think just in your heart and your connection with these historically marginalized mm-hmm. groups of people and Definitely. so um no it's just it's such a powerful song and i think even like as a man as a black man like mm-hmm. i i heard it and i just mm-hmm. was like shit like mm-hmm. this is hits me um yeah so i definitely you know wanted to focus on your most recent project which people should pick up which is nine yes, lives yes. uh um but they can go back and check out the movie the do. moment because it's, yes. it's a beautiful work the um, moment is a movement it is it is all of those things <laughs> wrapped in one um um but i want to end it as well with um you know uh just talk about maybe what is your favorite closing for you know to an album that is not your own uh, uh it's just a, a song that when it got to the end you were like man that's that was amazing like that's crazy mm. um yeah huh. Huh, huh, huh. okay i have two in my it's, head i'm, <laughs> I'm really them. bad with picking one. it's all good we're about we're about hard choices it's fine give me both which what's so, sticks out um, in your mind okay hey alcas bring hey, them back Alcaz. Uh, let's see, Elevators. I uh, believe that was, I'm pretty sure it's the oh, outro on AT Aliens, right? Okay, so yeah, so you're talking about, like, they did the the remix, remix version right, on right. that. Okay, I okay. see. You are real tricky when it comes to Outcasts. <laughs> I respect it, though, because I will never turn down a moment mm-hmm. to play Outcasts. Like, Thank you. Awesome. Good. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're going to play that, because uh, I think the drums are a little different on, uh-huh. on this version, but yeah, this is the... Uh, the OMP 86 mix. Let's talk about. 
Yes, sir, two for the show. A couple of years ago, on Headland and the Low. What's the starter? Something good. With me and my nigga wrote the martyr through the hood. Just trying to find that hook up. Now, every day we looked up at the ceiling. Watching ceiling fans go round, trying to catch that feeling off instrumentals. Had my pencil and plus my paper. We caught the 86 lots on your head at two decades. Writing rhymes, trying to find our spot off in that light. Light off in that spot. Knowing that we can rock, doing the hole in the wall club. This shit here must stop. Like freeze, we making the crowd move, but we not making no cheese. And that's a no no. A one, two, dope niggas in the Cadillac. They call us. Went from Plagueis ball to ballers. Putting the stop up on the map. But like Little Rock to Bangin'. Niggas say, motherfuck, that plaguing. They paying. We staying, laying vocals. Locales done. Made it with them big boys up in this elevator. So, real moment of discussion. So, I'm I'm originally from Ohio. and uh, Oh, where? A small, small town called okay. Maslin. Okay. Which is a near like Akron Canton like northeast Ohio both my uh, parents from Ohio really yeah really? Cleveland and Lorraine I, all of that yeah <laughs> Cleveland's like we're like uh my t- town is like maybe 45 minutes south okay. of Cleveland and um Lorraine not far from that at all yeah nice. so um yeah so that's home uh for me and mm-hmm. um but I rem- I have family of uh my mother's side of family it was all down here they lived you know grew up in Decatur you mm. know uh Rainbow and mm-hmm. Candler uh, or uh, Wesley Chapel, Wesley Chapel, okay. all of that area, whatever. So anyway, I'd be out there <laughs> all the time, uh, come down for summers and stuff like that. And I remember I came down for um, uh, came down right before the Olympics, I think. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was around the time though that um, elevators had come out. Mm. So like the nice. the full Outcast, full AT Aliens hadn't dropped yet, but just the elevator single came mm-hmm. out, and I remember. It's coming out, and um, and actually, I met a girl who was from Lithonia, uh, who was visiting in Ohio. Actually, I met her, and she oh, was wow. like, she was like, yeah, I'm from. She was like, oh, you're going to Atlanta? She's like, I'm from Lithonia, whatever. And I was like, I feel like I've heard that before. And she was like, <laughs> she directly quoted, like, caught the '86 Lithonia <laughs> headed to Decatur. First like, time I heard that, I was like, yeah, <laughs> like we in there. You can't we, tell me I'm not Atlanta. <laughs> absolutely, just brought me in here. Yeah, so. That was like my first experience with this with uh with this song and obviously like you know just such an impactful group and musical mm-hmm. legacy. Um you remember like when you like when you heard this and everything like that or uh, no, or, I don't remember like the first time I yeah. heard it, but I remember elevators mm-hmm. and equipment. I really got it's funny cuz I didn't really grow up on a lot of the music that I Really, am I influenced by? Okay, yeah. If that makes sense, I, I mean, like I grew up saying. on a lot of like uh, Kurt Franklin, mm-hmm. like old school. My parents like yeah. older, mm-hmm. so like you know Marvin Gaye, Sade, yeah, yeah. Um, shoot, yeah, yeah. the OJ's, yeah, yeah. That's my, that's, you know, Donnie McClurkin. They're Yolanda from Ohio, Adams. so they're, you're naming all the things <laughs> right, that right. my parents listen exactly. to from Ohio. So yeah, but I had to like find the Lawrence Outcast, mm-hmm. Common, mm-hmm. Gotcha. you know, all of that right, right, later, right. and so and I. I like it because by the time I was in college, I was able to like hear yes, what they were saying sure. and understand it. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that yeah. makes all the sense in the world. And so, uh, but yes, uh, I'm not going to make you uh, just choose. So what was the second one that, that okay. stuck out in your mind? This one's a little different. Yes. Let's um, run I'm with a it. really big fan of Justin Vernon and Bon Iver. Yes. Let's run so, with it. So for Emma Forever Ago, mm-hmm. um, the mm-hmm. last track, it's like a R.E. Stacks. Yeah. Damn, that's a that's 
an amazing album to me. That Talk about going one. into the mountains, you know? Like, I would love to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it makes all the sense uh, in the world because I think, like, I think the other thing that's in your music, while your music feels, um, and I mentioned the mountains, but mm-hmm. the way, like, your music feels, like, social, but mm-hmm. then also there's, like, I feel like the loner can rock with what mm, you do too. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's I and yeah. that's what I think about when I think about Bon Iver is I'm, I think about like a contemplative meditation yeah, trip like on your own or whatever. It was but. like a few months where I just made meditative rap. We won't talk about that. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Instead of talking about that, I'm gonna play Stacks. <laughs> right now all the stress mm-hmm. is gone um so we're not going to talk about that period of hip-hop we're not going to talk about that no. you were making but mm-hmm. <laughs> just in general though like um had you always kind of found yourself like so you described to me like your your you know what your parents music was influence mm-hmm. which is kind of like soul but like gospel yeah. a little bit and, yeah. and things like that uh and then you talked about the music that influenced you later or kind of in college is when mm-hmm. you kind of got around to hearing yeah, high school, college. Yeah. Thing. Hearing yeah. more of like, you know, alternative hip hop, neo mm-hmm. soul, that whole thing. But like, so from when you were growing up though, was it like, did you find yourself connecting to like singer songwriters? Like, and, and, um, I don't know, instrumentalists and like things like that. Like, or or were you you know or was it just something different altogether like you know um like high school what was high school Yanni Mo junior high honey Yanni Mo 
Um, I I think that was like illegal downloading the peak that, of that. Yes. So <laughs> I had my little MP3 player. Yes. And I remember playing um, a lot of a lot of Lauren Hill in high school. Mm, From what mm, I yeah, a lot of Lauren yeah. Hill, a lot of um, a lot of what was out already on the radio. It didn't really get too deep, to yeah. be honest. Okay. Um, I was a big Sammy fan oh, wow. when I was really little. <laughs> Yo, let me be very clear. This is the first time Sammy has been mentioned hey, on this podcast. Yes, I respect I that so much. I thought we were getting married. Yo, I respect it. For sure. <laughs> I respect it. You know, uh, Mario. Of course. Chris yeah, Brown's yeah. first album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Alicia Keys, Songs in A Minor, yeah. Diary. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shoot. That's Who hilarious. Else? Yeah. That's, I love it. Ooh, here's one. I love Lil this. Little Romeo. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. I am here for this. Mm-hmm. Was Lil Romeo, <laughs> this is a random question, and y'all are just going to have to listen to this, people out here listening to this podcast. But, uh-huh. like, was Lil Romeo also on. You remember that hardball soundtrack song that yeah, had like all the lows on it? Because it, it was like it was Wayne like was on it, Bow Wow was yeah. on it. Like, was the Romeo on that? I'm trying to, or maybe it was Zane. Maybe it was Lil Zane who was on that joint. <laughs> I know Zane was in it, but I think Romeo and Bow Wow had beef though, right? They so, did. like, they, they, could, did. <laughs> <laughs> they could be on the same track. <laughs> I don't think that oh, would have flew. Wow. Yeah. That's so true. Some real preteen beef Man, going on. Shad Moss. <laughs> Has been in this game for a minute. Man. Oh, big time, big time! I hope he's doing all right. I do too. You know, I, I do too. Okay. I, it's that's got to be tough. Fans like, are so fickle; they'll turn on you instantly. So many people are clowning him, which he's doing a lot of things that are worthwhile to be clowned. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be honest, but it's also like, man, y'all, y'all trying to act like y'all were not fans, right? About, like, exactly. He, like, um, like. There had to be people out here spending all that money. Really? <laughs> like the, oh, it was the, the tours, the um, the teenage. It was like the oh, little concerts right. he used to throw. I'm trying to remember what scream, scream something, yeah, scream tour, something. yeah, yeah, scream tour. yeah, okay, yeah. 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 It was like Word. BTK, all them uh-huh, joints. Like, yep. <laughs> this was a trip down memory lane. Definitely. We there we Definitely. go. Yo, uh, tell the people what's com- coming up next for you. What What do you have? What's on the, the that you can share? Um, that you're that you're doing. You obviously got this project Nine Lives, mm-hmm. which people need to go and check out and download and stream and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and the moment as well, but like. Uh, what's going on otherwise with you? Um, well, I haven't been performing. Well, I kind of like took a a mini hiatus mm-hmm. from performing okay. for the next month or so. Mm-hmm. I just need time. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, plus, I just opened up for Digable Planet. So I, I think I'm yo, good for it. <laughs> yo, if you're going to flex, that's, you know, that's the way I you think, need to you flex know. right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think I can, I can chill for a I second. Just... <laughs> I was just up there with Diggable. No, that's super dope. No, so where did you open up for Diggable at? Where, um, we were at Masquerade. At Masquerade. Um, so the night, be- it's, it's funny. The night before that, I was at Masquerade Hell mm-hmm. with the homies Jay Newton and uh, uh, the letter M. Okay. And then the ne- very next night, I was in Masquerade Heaven nice. <laughs> with Diggable Planets. We have a lot of listeners who from all over the country or whatever. So mm-hmm. just so people know, Masquerade has three separate rooms right, essentially, right, right. Oh, yeah. and so uh, they are. It is hell. There's purgatory mm-hmm. and there is heaven. And 
Hell is kind of the bottom basement right, one, right. Uh, which is it's a good space. Mm-hmm. Like it's dope They're spot really to dope play. Yeah, um, but it's just it's kind of like the bottom spot, and then you have the purgatory, which is kind of like a room essentially, mm. but but uh, but it's also dope. But like heaven, heaven is like the headline joint. Yes. Like heaven's where like yes. the big names go to rock, and um, so that is where Aryani Mo was mm-hmm. opening was up really for the incredible show. Dickable Planets. Yeah, I got to meet them. They're really cool people. That's dope. Ishmael was really yeah. nice, really really cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love his work, like mm-hmm. his Shabazz, so, his Shabazz, Shabazz Palaces, Yes, joints, definitely. So crazy and and futuristic and mm-hmm. weird and awkward and definitely it's 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 very interesting. Like when you hear stuff and you're like, I don't know what this is, but it's how I feel. You <laughs> right, know what I'm like that's that's how I right. feel. I'm glad this exists. Yes, absolutely. But as far as what's coming up, um, well, I know a three C is coming up. That's right here in Atlanta. Um, that's uh, early October. October. I'm not really sure right now which stages I'll be on, mm-hmm. but I update my Instagram and website. Yes. Um, often, but what I'm really excited about, I just got booked for this show in uh, Halifax, Canada. What? Yes, it's another kind of festival conference thing nice. uh, going on up there, and that's October 17th. Dope. What's so, the name of the uh, festival? Uh, uh, it's like Pop Something. Okay. Shoot. Okay. Well, what they can do is they can check your Instagram yes, or your definitely. Twitter or whatever. I will be posting all that. And where, give people all of your, your, mm-hmm. your handles. All right, so. Instagram is uh, Yanimo. That's Y A N I M O underscore. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at Y A N I underscore M O. Mm-hmm. And then my website is Yanimo Music. Dot com. Bet. Or you can just take a shortcut and just Google <laughs> Yanni Mo <laughs> and literally too. everything will come up. Uh, YouTube links, website links, all that. So super dope. Man, um Yanni uh uh, let me just say I'm so thankful that you were able to come through, mm-hmm. make this happen. Um, this is the set list. We like to introduce uh, just new artists or artists that you may be less familiar with or artists that you think you know and mm-hmm. maybe get to know them in a deeper way. And so um, you're just keeping along and heightening kind of just the uh, the all the dope previous guests that we've had you've just taken another nice. level so next time that. yeah when i talk to people i'm gonna be like yo you gotta come with the heat and it's like <laughs> yanni was just here and she was flames so um, but, yeah. but uh but yeah please follow her check her out check out her projects and um yeah uh other than that we'll be back at you pretty soon thank you so much thank you bless